0: Welcome everyone to over and back brought to you by the unintentional. I am back It has been way too long. That is for sure I know those of you out there have reached out want a podcast. You're getting one now Recording on a wednesday night Iowa state west virginia playing each other right now, which we will get to Before I came on I was thinking to myself. How do I how do I format this right? Like usually I had kind of a flow And I think to make it easier I think i'm gonna start from the top to the bottom, right? We're gonna start let's start with the pros We'll go through the nba stuff. Let's get to college and then we'll dabble in a little high school stuff, um, where it's where it fits in, and uh, we'll 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 tippy toe around some things. But nonetheless, we got lots to talk about, right? It's been a long time since I've been on here, right? Lots of hap- ha- lots has happened in in, uh, in the NBA and in college and and in high school. Like I said, um, and it's kind of tough. Like, what what do you want? How do I want to prioritize this? Right? I'm not going to. Uh, I just got a trade thing over my <laughs> my phone. Um, uh, the heater and talks with Andre Iguodala and Gallinari. Anyways, I'm trading for them. So there's right. How do you filter out what you have? I have notes. I've taken notes. Like whenever i finish a podcast, I immediately start a new note on my phone and I just start writing all basketball thoughts. Right. So they're kind of all, it's kind of all over the, over the place, but let's start somewhere where if this was a week and a half ago, we would have started with right. And that's Kobe Bryant's death. I'm not going to spend a ton, a ton of time on it. Those that know me that know that you wouldn't want me to. You know, I can't spend the time on it, like, when you watch these TV and radios that people that know, you know, knew Kobe and have personal stories in him and stuff like that. You know, obviously it's it's tragic to lose someone at Kobe's age, it's tragic, even more tragic to lose, you know, his daughter, you know, 13-year-old daughter. So I can't, you know, I can't sit here and tell stories about meeting him and anything like that. And full disclosure, I was not a huge Kobe fan, right? Love his shoes, not a huge Kobe fan. I'm not saying bad things about him here, I'm not going to say, you know, whatever, but what I will say is how everyone handled the Kobe situation. This is what I feel is what this is, I guess, where we are at in this world, right? So he he dies on a Sunday and everyone, you know, the, the whole day you're wondering who's on the helicopter. You know, is it for sure? Is it true? All this stuff. Right. So Monday comes. Right. And Monday is the start of the work week. And we've got shows to have. You know, we got we got shows to do. We've got podcasts to record all that stuff. And Monday, all these people come on TV, radio, podcast, whatever. And they're like, just wouldn't feel right to, uh, to talk about anything else but Kobe today. Just want to talk about Kobe. So they spend an hour, two hours, whatever, on Kobe, right? It, you know, have a little tribute to Kobe. And you know, we're going to come here and talk about the Super Bowl preview, but I just want to talk about Kobe all day today, okay? Which is fine. I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. And then we get to Tuesday, and it's like, fuck it, let's go to something else now. As if it was just like, you just have this one day to talk about Kobe, and then that's it. Like, business as usual, now it's Tuesday, let's talk about the Super Bowl, like Kobe never ever died. I, that bothers me. It's it's stupid and it's little, but it bothers me. You know, why not have a tribute for eight days of Kobe? Or 24 days, where you tell a Kobe story for 24 days straight. Something like that. But I just think it's so, I don't even know what the word is for, but it's just, you have all, and they all do it, like ESPN, Fox, whoever. They do their one day of Kobe stuff on Monday, and then Tuesday it's back to normal, and we kind of sprinkle in stuff here and there. I just, I, it's just. It's it's not funny to me. It's interesting to me that that's how this world works, right? We just we'll give you a good tribute for a day, and then after that, it's it's move on, you know. And everyone uses well. Kobe wouldn't want us to, you know. Everyone said you know we shouldn't be playing games on that Sunday for the NBA, and everyone's like, well, Kobe's a competitor. He would have wanted them to play. Maybe I we don't do we need to do we need to start speaking for Kobe? He's not he's not here anymore. Like do we like you know, Kobe would want us to keep on doing our shows the right way. Maybe maybe he would. I but I don't know. But I just think it's just. I don't want to say insensitive, but we just gloss over it like, oh, we, hey, we spent the day on it. We can move on back to regular scheduled program. Let's, let's talk about football. Let's talk about whatever else. You know, we did our we did Monday. Off we go. So that's my that's my Kobe talk. That's 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 what you're really going to get. If you watched. I don't know if you watched. It's funny to me. These guys on TV, NBA guys specifically, but NBA Countdown had Stephen A. Smith, Michael Wilbon, Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce. Full disclosure. I hate Paul Pierce. And I'm not a huge fan of Jalen Rose. And even Stephen A. Smith can be a, be a bit much. But Pierce, like Paul Pierce just interrupts the story that Jalen's telling just to, to argue with him about something. It was a Kobe story, right? And I feel like just like Jalen and Paul Pierce and, and even like Stephen A., it's like they all, they all just bring it back to themselves. Like it's not a story about like what Kobe did for someone else or what Kobe did. It's just like all about themselves and they they somehow ingrain themselves in the story or just and just kind of make it more about themselves it's just a selfish thing that i just i noticed that like i always i was just listening to him talking it's like i i i i it wasn't really about kobe as it was as much about themselves so i'd like to say it again i don't like paul pierce i think he's i don't think he's very smart about nba bat- i think a lot of these guys don't do a lot of work they just think that well, i play in the nba I, I know it and paul pierce is always you know he's not a lebron guy so he'll always talk trash about lebron and Whatever. Sorry, I'm getting off subject, Kobe. I said I didn't want to talk about it much. I'm going to move on from Kobe just because I've said what I want to say. Uh, It's an awful tragedy. It's it's one of those days that I told my kids. You know, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I said this is just one of those things. Like things happen in life. You'll always remember uh, where you were at that at that time when you when someone like that uh, dies. It's just it's just the way it is. Uh, It was really weird. We 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 sat down and and uh, my son Jameson uh, made some kind of comment with Kobe and um or about kobe and it was like five minutes later that all of a sudden Caden, and my other son's like uh kobe bryant died and then we were just obviously on our phones trying to figure out what's going on but anyways sad day in sports obviously you don't you don't want to have days like that but again like i said i did not want to spend a ton of time on it so let's move on to uh maybe um lighter things more fun things zion williamson has arrived he's (laughs) he's good and I know what you're saying. Oh, really? You shot five of 18 last night against the Bucks. Do you guys all realize this? How good Zion Williamson is right now? He's 19. He has played seven games in the NBA, right? He is, he's averaging almost 20 points a game, eight rebounds, two assists. And I know, like, stats don't tell it all. And you know me, like, I'm not, I can, I do pick apart stats and, you know, I'll, I'll lean on them when they, when they make, when I'll lean on them when I need them to, when I need to, but when I don't, I will not. Um... If you watch him, and I don't know how many he is. He's been on national TV like three of the games. I have league pass, so I watched every game. I record him, and if I can't watch him live, and then I will watch him. Uh, Tanya and I have to watch Zion together. She's a big Zion fan. Um, he's unbelievable, like, unfucking believable. And it's funny that I just bring up this. They played the Bucks. Like, I'm sure all these people are like, well, Giannis. Is, yes, Giannis is better than, than Zion. You know who uh, was not better than Zion at this point in his career, though. At the same point in his career, Giannis. Like, that's that's true. What we are seeing in Zion is, is something we've never seen before. Right? We've seen it before, I guess, with with LeBron. But Zion is incredible. And you really do not understand how incredible he is until you actually watch a game. Yes, he had an awful game last night against the Bucs. But the good thing about what Zion did against the Bucs is he didn't give up, right? He kept shooting. And there's a little uh, a little story, I guess, where... I think he went to Lonzo during the game and he's like, I just feel like I'm shooting too much, whatever. And Lonzo's like, don't ever feel that way. You keep taking it to him. So, signs like I just kept going at it, you know, and you're going to have nights like that, right? He's a, he's a very, he's a highly, highly efficient player. Um, He just, he didn't have, you know, he didn't have a great game last night, obviously. He's averaging, he's averaging 55% from the field, you know, for the, for the year. And that's, and that's great. Things that he sucks at, free throws. He's at 58.7%. That, that, that sucks. He's got to get better at that. You know how who else sucks at free throws? Giannis. Uh, Three-point percentage is at 44. You know that's going to dip. That's, you know, he obviously had his four for four. He's missed his five. He's missed five since then. So that first game, if you watch the first game, it was one of the most amazing things I've, I've seen in sports and in basketball specifically. That to score 17 points in the span of a little over three minutes is ridiculous. Is absolutely ridiculous. Anyone who plays basketball will agree. It's just it's it was it was incredible to watch, and it was and they lost. And I know that's a bigger picture. You, hey, you gotta win, win games, and they've been losing since Zion's been back. And I think a lot of it is you've got right you gotta get a fit form, right? You're trying to you're trying to work him back into the team, and he's not you know aside from last night taking all the shots, he's not a very selfish player, right? He does look he's a good passer, he looks to pass, but you're trying to fit him in. And not only that is you have a a minute restriction, so now you're pulling him pulling him out of the game when times when you wouldn't, right? In that first game, they pulled him when he, after he scored his 17 straight points. You would never do that, right? You would never pull someone after doing that, right? I was just talking to some about it last night. Here's a rule, right? Everyone who coaches, everyone knows basketball, right? Just, just specifically to like shooters or even non-shooters. You do not pull players out of the game after they have just hit a three or if they hit two threes in a row. You do not do it. And I see it way too often. You don't do it. You can't coach off of a chart you can't coach off of well at this point i was going to bring in this guy and this time i do this and at eight minutes i always call timeout and run a one three one and then i always call timeout at like nine minutes left um because now we're playing halves instead of quarters so that's kind of like my quarter break and i always put this person in at this time you don't you can't you want to coach like that that's fine enjoy enjoy not being very successful and gentry gentry didn't have a choice like he had that's just how we coached he had to that game because he got yanked right but anyone who coaches or knows basketball, it's not how you, you can't coach like that. you got to coach with the flow of the game, how are things going, right? Sometimes a guy's going to get, you know, in the NBA like 34 minutes. Sometimes he's going to get 25 minutes. Like Reddick the other day, I think he played like 13 minutes against the Rockets. He can't play in a game like that. He can't defend in a game like that against the Rockets. He can't. They would probably just get, a, get a, a switch on him with Harden and he'd be fucked. That's, I love Redick. He's my favorite player of all time. But he couldn't play in that game. And coaches adjust to that. We have some other coaches that don't adjust to that. If you're listening to this podcast and you know me, you know who I'm talking about. Um, but I, now still you still have a minutes restrictions. They're still kind of watching it, right? They'll play him the half, the first and second quarters. They'll bring him in. You know, they, He plays like the first six minutes. Third quarter, he'll play a little bit. Then he'll take him out and put him back in sometimes. And then fourth quarter, they do the same. He's finishing games. But it's just tough. It's still, you, you're, you're still not coaching to a flow. You're coaching to make sure that his minutes don't go over uh, too much and he gets too exhausted. But he's incredible. He is. He is. He is so incredible. I'm so excited to watch him. Uh, I, I. I. He's such a likable guy. We've I've talked about him for the last year, right? In this podcast, he's he's just gonna be. It's just gonna be so much fun to watch how good. And yes, I get it. As long as he stays healthy, right? That's that's what he's gonna have. He's got that stigma going forward. As long as he stays healthy, Zion Williamson is gonna be an absolute thrill to watch in the next, you know, hopefully 15 years, if not more. Uh, but so if you don't, if you haven't listened or if you haven't watched Zion yet, you got to watch him. He's amazing. He is incredible. And the Bucks did what they look. The Bucks should have won that game, right? they are the best team in the in the NBA regular season, right? We want to watch. We want to see in the playoffs, right? We'll see how that happens or what happens there. Uh, but I'm just I'm hoping Zion can the Pelicans can turn this around so they can get into the playoffs, because I think a first round series of Zion versus LeBron would just shatter every every uh, TV rating record there, there is in the NBA. It'd be, it would be absolutely, absolutely incredible. But just understand, like, we are were, we we're watching something really special. It was kind of funny. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Windhorse podcast, and he was just talking about how you know most guys that come into the league at nineteen don't have an NBA body. He's like Zion, Zion has an NBA body, and another guy on the pod. I cannot sorry, I don't remember who it is, and I'm sure he's listening. He's really be mad at me that I don't know his name. But he's like he doesn't have an NBA body. He's got an NFL body, and it's true. He does like he's got it. But he's nineteen. And I just it, the size is incredible, and they talk about it all the time. And I'm going to talk about it too. Right, his second jump, like. He gets up so quick on his second jump. Like if he goes up for a layup and he misses it, he is back up before the other guys around him can even jump. Like it's it's it is incredible the athleticism that he has, especially for how large of a human being he is. But he is, it's you're just on your seat just waiting for something to happen every time every possession. You're just waiting. I'm like I'm constantly like rewinding the game so I can watch the next you know watch the alley oop that he had or or anything. It's just. He's he's like someone that we have never we've never seen. And I you know, I remember when LeBron came in the league. I it was I don't think it was like that. Like I, I was it was amazed watching the you were amazed watching LeBron like you could just you're like who the hell is this amazing athlete? But I don't think you like waited and you didn't hang on like every possession waiting in to for him to do something incredible. And You know it's different, I guess, now because now we've got so much more social media, and you know everyone knew Zion for the last three years because of Instagram and and stuff like that, and all those dunks. So you're just—it's kind of a different space than we were with LeBron back in you know two thousand three, two thousand four, whatever, in his first year. That you you, you're just now you're hanging on everything, and then everything is just so much more visible now. But this is something like we've never seen. I I I beg you to enjoy it. Those people that tell me all the time, my dad. My stepdad, the NBA doesn't play any defense. Who cares? Watch it. Just watch it. It's so exciting. So much fun. I wish he was on every night. I wish the NBA was 365 games a year. Probably wouldn't be well, great for his health, but he's just, it's fun. Can't get over how much, how much I love Zion. And yes, I'm biased. I'm a Duke fan and all that stuff. But again, he's, just, he's a likable guy. Like, I can't imagine you cheering and going, oh, fuck Zion. He sucks. Like, even Bucks fans are probably like, holy shit, this Zion guy's pretty good. And you're happy that Giannis played way better and the Bucks won. And then we all move on. And speaking of moving on, Let's go to our next NBA topic. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Hey, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he sucks. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed a lot of the nights. I am. He's out He's out tonight with a foot injury apparently. Got hurt last game. Didn't play uh, the second half. Did not have a very good first half, which that's fine. He hurt his foot. He hurt his foot. You know what I mean? So like I said, there's a lot of stuff to talk about uh, over the last two plus months that I have not recorded, right? So let's just bring you up to date on Tyler Hero's stats, right? He's averaging 13 points, uh, four rebounds, two assists. Very, 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 very respectable. Uh, he's playing about 28 minutes a game, shooting just under 40% from three, which I I, I will be honest, I did not think that that was going to happen. I did not think he was going to come from a college three-point line of Kentucky, you know, at like 33 and some change percent from three, and come to the NBA and 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 shoot almost forty percent. I am I am I am uh, I don't want to say amazed because I say that stuff for Zion. I'm very very impressed Tyler Hero that you are shooting so well from the three the three point line. I think that he is in a perfect fit for himself in the NBA. I think I think the Miami Heat is a is a is a perfect fit for him. Uh, that's not to say that he couldn't go somewhere else and and be great. That's also not to say that he couldn't go somewhere else and completely fall flat on his face and never be in the league again there's a lot of guys over half the league you've heard me say this before over half the league is is fit guys it's just the way it is right everyone in the league everyone in the league for the most part can get buckets okay it's how you fit in a team and all that stuff and look tyler hero does something you know for the most part as we have seen so far something very at a high level which is shoot the basketball you know for the most part at a high percentage so he's been he's been in a lot of trade talks and i just think you know I think you have to have that. He's just one of those guys that you have to fit. There was a have to have a fit. There was a conversation in a podcast today of you know is, he, is he, would he ever be an all star or, uh, or a uh, all NBA guy? You know, and all stars a joke with all the voting and crap like that. But uh, will he all will he ever make an all NBA team? I highly doubt it. Right, that's the top fifteen guys. Can you ever see him as a as a top fifteen guy? I, I can't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he proves me wrong and everyone else wrong. I, I can't. Um. So he, he's he's a fit guy, right? There's gonna be teams that he fits really well, and there's other teams that he just you know he's never gonna be asked in my opinion to lead a team. Just the way it is, but he but he's been impressive, right? So, like I said, a lot of things have happened over the last two plus months. You know, you kind of pick out what what's your priority to talk about. What do you want to? You know, what should we say? What should we skip over? Whatever. I want to say this. Okay, let's just let's talk about this. We all do we know where we're going right here? Let's talk about the. uh, You can't guard me, okay? You can't guard me, Tyler Hero, against uh, Shamit from the uh, Clippers, and he looks at him and says. You can't guard me. Okay, let's just let's um let's pick this apart a little bit. Okay, first off, it wasn't a one-on-one play. Shamit had to go around a screen. Okay. Um. Secondly, which I just kind of made my my first point. It was uh, Landry Shamit. Okay, Landry Shamit is literally like Tyler Hero guarding Tyler Hero. It's like if Landry Shamit got Tyler Hero screen and then Shamit hit a, a shot and went to Tyler and said, you can't guard me. That's literally the exact same thing. That's, that's what it is. Right. Also, uh, you lost, you lost the game. And in that game, you were two of 10 from the three point line with a plus minus of minus six. But this is, this is Tyler hero. This is you guys want. You, you guys want to know why I do not like Tyler hero or why I have problems with Tyler. This is why I have problems with Tyler hero. Tyler Hero, in my opinion, would be is more concerned with getting a clip like that on Instagram, ESPN, Twitter, whatever, than fucking winning a basketball game. That's Tyler Hero's concern, is how he can be the best on social media. I, I believe it. You follow him on Instagram and and he proves it proves it completely. He is more concerned with social media than he is about NBA basketball games. That is that and that is my opinion. You do not have to agree with it. That is my opinion. That's what I see. Right? His actions, show me that. I have another note on here, right? Redick, JJ Redick had a had a had a a comment about how these guys are so much more worried about their Instagram posts and stuff like that than playing basketball. He's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. I get it's it's not It's an opinion. It's wrong in my eyes, right? If you're a professional basketball player, worry about worry about playing basketball. You want to you know send a picture out later, tweet or Instagram, whatever. That's fine. Go do it later. Focus on the game. Like I just I feel like he's calculated in a sense like he know like I feel that that bucket thing. He had that, comp- he had that, he got it from somewhere else for one thing. I guarantee you did not make that shit up. And because you can look at, there's Twitter accounts that are, that have said, I'm a bucket. And they were created way before Tyler Hero did that. That he has that shit in his head. And he's like, oh, this is what I'm going to say next. This is what when I get this moment, I'm going to do that. Guarantee it. Guarantee he was ready to say, you can't guard me to someone. He fucking said it to Landry Shamit. Come on, pick, pick on someone else, Hero. Go do it against Beverly. Would You want to do that against Beverly instead? I highly doubt you would. But that's, he's just, in my, my opinion, and he fell in the right city for, what, for his attitude and his personality, right? If this is his personality, that, that he's in Miami and it's this, this glamour and all that stuff. And he's, and he's living up to it, man. He is, it is all about the social media game. But if everyone wants to know why I don't like Tyler Hero that much, that's why. I, I, if he would just stick to basketball, he'd probably impress me a whole hell of a lot more. So, yeah, get off my lawn, Tyler Hero, whoever else. It does not that's that opinion I just again it is opinion I'm not trying to give you facts. it's just my opinion I don't like that shit, right? I just rather play basketball, go kick ass, get some wins, be a solid basketball player, be a great teammate, and then let the instagram shit you know come as come you know come when it does you don't have to force it like force these little cliches these little uh these little one liners these little little one liners that he gets you on e s p n that's that's what I feel his focus is he spends sits at home at night and probably just writes all these one liners and then tries to fit him into the game and and uh so his twitter and instagram you know story can blow up and and you know what we're gonna get more of it in uh in a couple weeks at the uh rising stars game he's playing in the rising stars game at nba all-star weekend uh mark it down now i bet you he takes at least 15 three pointers and some of them will be like from close to half court i just i can see it now he's gonna have some another one-liner something's gonna happen he's gonna try to do something that is gonna blow up social media whatever and i'm gonna be sick to my stomach and i'm gonna Come back on the podcast and be even more off the Tyler Hero. I was never on the Tyler Hero wagon of any kind, but you know what I mean. I, I'm going to be even more anti Tyler Hero. Speaking of the Heat, this just in, and I don't know if this involves Tyler Hero yet. Uh, they the Heat have just traded for Andre Iguodala, and they have extended him for a lot of money. And I don't know. It was is Iguodala, is Iguodala any good anymore? They agreed to a two two year thirty million dollars. I mean, I guess it's. It's the NBA, right? Everyone gets paid twenty million a year, but uh, they don't. I don't think they've. Uh, they have not said what they have. Uh, what they've traded. It just says sources. Uh, Grizzlies agree to deal Iguodala to the Heat. Iguodala. I keep on saying it differently. Iguodala uh, to the Heat. So we'll see. Did they give up Kendrick Nunn? Did they give up Duncan Robinson? Did they give up Tyler Hero? Um, see, so, you now that'd be a fun. You know what? If if Memphis could get some, it doesn't even say. Yeah. Uh, if Memphis could get some young guys from the Heat for that, that's that's great. This is great for the for the Grizzlies, obviously, because Igu- Iguodala wasn't going to sign there anyway. So you got hopefully you got some assets back. Uh, but when, you know, uh, if it comes, while well, I'm recording this uh, tonight. If it comes through, obviously, I'll um I will uh, let you know. All right, what other NBA uh what other NBA things do I have? Uh, I hate James Harden. Hey, James Harden, that was, I cannot stand watching him. The calls that he, I cannot believe NBA refs give him calls like that. The shit that he just flails his arms and everything like that. Hey, James Harden, can't stand it. I was, here's a stat that, that absolutely floored me. I could not believe it. So as we know, Kawhi Leonard, really good basketball player, one of the best in the NBA. Some would say the best in the NBA. Um, this isn't about load management or anything like that. And this is one of those times where I'm going to let stats, I'm going to lean on the stats here. Where like oh, it was kind of a big deal. Do you realize that this year, this is th- that Kawhi Leonard just got his fir- his first career triple double, his first career triple double, and we talk about him him as like one of the best players, like he's better than LeBron. The reason he doesn't get triple doubles is because he doesn't he has very very little very very few assists. He just it just doesn't happen for his career. Kawhi Leonard is averaging two point six assists. That's not great. Like you know, getting assists is getting your teammates involved. I don't know. I just I'm not going to sit here and say that Kawhi is better than LeBron. Uh, I might not say he's better than some other guys in the league. Uh, and you know, hear this is the saying right? Uh, sometimes your best ability is your availability. And Kawhi Leonard now is you know he plays half the games because he sits out and all that shit. I don't know. I was just amazed that that was his first triple double. I could not. I could not believe it. Uh, I talked about the All Star Game, right? The NBA All Star Games coming up, All Star Weekend, whatever. There's uh, people bitching moan about you know who made the team and who didn't. Like you know Bradley Beal's pissed off that he didn't make the team, you know make the team and all the stuff. And I was like, oh, we should just go from like twelve guys to fifteen guys. It solves everything. Let's have thirty All Stars. Am I the only one that does not want more All Stars? I don't. If I here's what I, here's what I would do. If I was running the All Star Game, I'd say any any traditional center. Sorry, you can't make the All Star Game. You are useless in this game. You're not entertaining. You're, it's dumb. I don't need more all-stars. There's I don't need more people that I don't want to watch play basketball. Give me the top 10 to 12 guys, okay? Not the top 24 that will make the team. I'm just saying the top the top 5 or 6 from each team, you know, cuz they pick now not conferences. Let me watch those guys play basketball. That'll be entertain that's going to be entertaining to me. I don't need to watch the the 30th guy in the NBA chuck up shots while LeBron's on the bench. That's not entertaining to me, and that's the all-star game is supposed to be entertaining. So, this crap about adding more all-stars enough. No, we don't need more all-stars, okay? We need a better process for the All-Star game instead of this voting crap where um Taco Falls in the top 10 and Alex Caruso's in the top 10 and I'm amazed side note going back to Zion here I'm amazed and shocked that Zion did not make the All-Star team or have even like close to top 10 votes I, that blows my mind cuz I will say it right now if he remains healthy Zion Williamson's going to be an All-Star next year he just is he's going to be I mean his jersey sales I think top one or two is, you know, his Google searches are, are higher than, than Luca and Giannis and all that stuff. Like to, for, for him not to be voted in the all-star game was, was kind of crazy to me like, that he wasn't even close to the top 10. I just thought people would have voted for him, even though he was hurt. They just would have voted for him because it's just fans are stupid and they vote for whoever they want. You know, even though he's been playing, let's put him in the all-star game. And I tell you what, like right now you probably want him in the all-star game. He would definitely add a lot more, you know, excitement, entertainment to it for sure. So, but that's in a couple weeks, you know, he'll be there. he he's got plenty of years to be in the all-star game. I just, it'd be nice if they could like make, make like a, la, uh, a late addition. I think the, uh, like MLB does that right. They like have like a fan vote for like a last spot. That'd be kind of cool. You do it last minute just, uh, cause then Zion probably would have gotten voted on it. So you've got that rising stars game. Like I said, you got your dunk contest, your three point shootout, um, I'm excited for the dunk contest, as stupid as is Dwight Howard's back in it. I'm excited because the person that has had the best dunks in the history of the dunk contest, and it is not Dominique Wilkins, and it is not Michael Jordan, and if anyone says that, that Dominique Wilkins was a great dunker, is, come on, it's fucking windmills. Like, I got high school kids that can do the dunks that Dominique Wilkins did. Sure, they were pretty cool back then, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Aaron Gordon is back in the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon by far had the best dunk cont- contest in the history of dunk contests. Go YouTube it. Watch it. His dunks are absolutely amazing. It was a complete uh, travesty that Levine won the dunk contest, but Aaron Gordon had two or three of the most amazing dunks ever done in a dunk contest. And that is not an opinion everyone. That is a fact. Speaking of facts, the badgers are boring. We'll transition to It's co- the best way I can transition into college because <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. Let's talk Badgers. I know we got some Badgers, Badger fan listeners out there, right? You guys like love the Badgers. Everyone's coming to guard's defense because this whole Kobe, th- Kobe King thing. Everyone knows I'm not a guard fan. I, I really wasn't a Bo Ryan fan, and they just basically like, oh, you give it to guard. Uh, I think the the uh, the offense sucks. I don't care if you beat Michigan State. I don't give a shit. You're it's it's just boring, and you can't get in-state players. Oh, but what do we got? The Davis twins coming. We'll get to them in a little bit. Um, you just, it's just, I don't look, I do, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the, the way they play. I think they're boring to watch. Um, and I think that's more of a fact versus an opinion. Cause I think a lot of people have that, but it's funny. Cause like social media is, it is anti-guard or it is so pro guard. There's like no in between of it. It is, you are on one side or the other. And that is, it's like an extreme one side or the other. So Guard loses Kobe King, right? And I'm going to bring back Hero in, obviously. Then Zach Showalter and Tyler Hero have a little back and forth on Twitter. And Hero basically just kind of loses the fact that, like, dude, in-state players don't want to play for him. And, like, if I was there, if I would have gone to the Badgers, I'd still be there. Like, I'd still be playing this year. Not I'd still be playing there because I'd love it so much and I want to play another year for the Badgers. I'd still be there because I wouldn't be able to go to the fucking NBA because I'm playing in this awful fucking guard basketball system. That's why. Like... (laughs) You know, and I'm not saying that that's why okay, first off, let's just say Kobe King is he Tyler hero, probably not you know right his third year into the program he's probably not probably not Tyler hero is Kobe King going to the nBA I don't know that maybe that's his goal that's why he's wanting wants to leave this program uh Evan flood, who' ironically just tweeted um had said something like, have any have any players that have played for the Badgers not gotten to where they should have been professionally? And I, and I tweeted back and I said, I think the better question is what players have gotten to the point professionally because of not playing for the Badgers, right? And, you know, people, some people comment and stuff like that. And, I, I mean, Tyler Hero is the, is the perfect example, right? Like, he got to the NBA as a lottery pick by not going to the Badgers. You cannot tell me that if Tyler Hero would have gone to the Badgers, he would have been a lottery pick. And someone had commented on it too, like, well, he would have been drafted. Drafted is, dra- you know, getting drafted is getting drafted. That's No, it is not. It is not getting drafted. Because, uh, again, it's fit, and it's a lot of guaranteed money, and it is a perception that you are a lottery pick. Tyler Hero will have all the chances in the world because he was a lottery pick. If Tyler Hero goes to the Badgers and gets drafted as a second-round pick in, you know, two or three years after being in the Badgers, that's a totally fucking different ball game. So, but I just, I think it says that I think it's just, we've all thought that, he's that this program is the team is the program is held programming team whatever has held has held people back right and I know this is a bull Ryan one, but like I remember people badger fans screaming that Sam Decker is being held back just bull Ryan at a shortly she yanked him all the time never had an opportunity to do anything and I tell you what I think Sam Decker and Tyler here had a lot of have a lot of similarities coming out of high school Right, could both get a ton of points. I think, by all accounts, Decker was a you know was a pretty good you know three point shooter as well. But I just I think there I think it's very I think they're very similar. But people always complain and people always said that that Bull Ryan and the Badgers system and the program was holding Decker back. Right. So again, everyone's on both like two ends of the extreme on protecting the Badgers and it's the diehard Badger fans, right? And it's the people like me that are not fans of games in the 40s or 50s. That are on one side, you know, we're on we're on opposite sides, right? And that's and that's you're not going to get around that, right? So Kobe King leaves. Do we know exactly why? No, he said it's not the best fit for his for his basketball career or whatever. Now, let's just start off by saying the timing's not great. Like, not exactly the best time you want to just quit on your team, and he quit. Like, that's just he quit. The only way it's explainable is if there was like literally like a fight between him and guard and guard you know said something disrespectful to him or something like that like if he was if kobe king was just you know mentally or whatever was in a bad spot um i get it by i I don't think he was right i think he just wanted to get out of there because he had had enough which is really weird because it's february you think you would have known this a month before if not like a year before like what you know what you're doing so that's that's not a good look and if you you could youtube it uh andy katz was on talking about it and, and he was pissed and andy katz is a badger guy uh, but he was really pissed and he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't do any good, any good for anyone. Like if you're a basketball, like coach for college, like why would you want to take Kobe? like, like you're going to quit on me too. Like, why would I want to take you now? You're, you just quit on your team, you know, before the end of the season, are you going to do the same to my team? And it's a legitimate concern. It totally is. Again, I don't know exactly why Kobe King quit. Everyone wants to say that it's just because he doesn't think that he was being used the right way. And cats went over to stats, like he's playing all these minutes and scoring all these points second, in the team, blah, blah, blah. There's more to it, obviously. Like, there just is. If Kobe King thinks that he has a better chance of going to the NBA by switching programs, that is fine. He can go ahead and do that. But it probably would have been a good idea to do it at the end of the year when the year is over. I just, I think it's kind of, it's kind of crappy. And the way that he did it was crappy. So, Badger fans, I'm on your side on that one. If that's really what happened, again, we don't know. um, But you know, by all accounts, that's that's what we're hearing, I guess, out of Madison and on on social media. That's where we get all of our facts and information from social media. You, there's nothing but truths on there. So you get guard and the staff goes up to lacrosse to visit with the Davis twins, right? Johnny and Jordan Davis. Now, I'll be careful here because they're high school kids, right? So they go up there because they're close with Kobe King. They both, all, you know, they all went to lacrosse La Crosse central. I will tell you this I don't know um, Jordan and Johnny Davis personally. I have uh, been around them um, years ago in AAU. I have been around them. And my initial opinion, again, my opinion, is that, and I'll, I'll say this for Johnny because he's the main recruit, right? Jordan's, it's no offense, but Jordan's just kind of along for the ride. Jo- uh, Johnny Davis does not give a fucking shit that Kobe King left. He actually probably thinks to himself, fine by me, more, more playing time for me. Don't give a crap. Uh, Johnny Davis is as alpha as it gets. and. He will prove you wrong, or do his best job to prove you wrong if you doubt him. Okay. Uh, he left in temporarily in AAU program because he did not want to play second fielder to someone else. Now things change, and he ended up going back to that program. But he was ready to leave that program because he said, "I don't want. Nope, don't want to be in your shadow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be my. I want to run my own team." And you know, the flip side of that is, if you're with other great players, you get so much more exposure and recruitment and stuff like that. He didn't give a shit. He's like, I want, I'm running, I want to be the best player on my team. I want to be the best player on this team, and I'm going to lead this team. And he couldn't do that with this other player there. So that tells me that, I mean, I'm sure, yes, if you're guarding those guys, you're terrified. Oh, my God, we're going to lose the Davis twins, you know. But I, I, to me, Johnny Davis is like, yep, don't give a shit. Just let me please do my thing next year. So I don't think it's a big worry for Badger fans if you're all hopped up and excited for for Johnny Davis to come in and these other recruits you have. If you're, if you're wired to be the man, you're wired to be the man, and Johnny Davis, by all accounts, is wired that way. So we'll get some more information with Kobe King and all the stuff and how it comes out. Uh, maybe. Maybe we won't. Maybe this is what we have, okay? Also, what we have is a prick on the basketball team, Brad Davison. Uh, punches someone in the groin. Now, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, I don't know. He got low? Did you, just run, did you just run through the screen? He's just kind of just running through the screen. Did you really punch more, or did you just kind of run through the screen? And then I stumbled across a uh, Brad Davison compilation video of all the screens that he runs through. Yeah, you're a prick. You're a prick. Sorry. Hey, he's, not in, he's in college. It's fair game. This is fair game, everyone. Okay? Watch the video and you will say the same thing. He's a dirty player. That is, that is and if you want to say, oh, you're a Duke fan, Grayson Allen's a dirty player. Yeah, Grace Allen's got dirty tendencies. To me, hitting someone in the balls multiple times while running through screens all the time, which in my opinion, someone taught him that at some point. Someone probably taught him, hey, when you're running screens, just go low, and then your arm goes in between his legs, and you'll hit him right in the groin, they'll never sit a screen. I guarantee someone taught him that. It is awful. It is awful. He should have been suspended, maybe even more. But if you watch the compilation video, he does it all the time. And there's, in parts of this video, he's, his feet are under guys when they're landing and stuff like that. Like, dangerous, real dangerous stuff. Um, not, a, not a big favorite at this point. And I, Badger fans, I guess, I don't know, you sticking up for him? I, I should probably, I should read Twitter more often. I don't know... I don't know if you're sticking up for him. I don't. You probably are, but because you stick up for guard. But again, I'm one of the I'm on one end of the spectrum. You're on the other. Relax, calm down. I don't know how you can be on a different end of the spectrum of Brad Davison as a as a as a dirty player. He is. That's just you watch it. It's facts. And I know at this point, a lot of you are probably thinking yourselves. Wow, we're like 35 minutes in, and Sam hasn't even mentioned Duke aside from the Zion talk. I really don't care about Duke this year. I really don't. I think Coach K is. He, last year he did about his worst, his worst coaching job as he could have done with Zion and Barrett and Reddish and those guys. And this year is not much better. They're just not a team. I always used to make sure they were on DVR, you know, get him recorded, come home, always watch it from, from start to finish. Right. And I know my life's changed a little bit right now. I got, I got Tanya in my life, which, which is great, but I don't even have that urge to watch them. I don't care. I just don't care. I don't, they don't have anything, anyone that's like stands out, you know, to me. And I just don't think Coach K is that great of a coach anymore. I think he's just he's got so much credibility built up over the years and you know, being the USA coach and all that stuff. And in my opinion, he's a recruiter at this point. I just don't think he's that great of a coach. They're in these games that are really close. They're getting close games against teams that they shouldn't be in close games. with. losing games, they shouldn't lose. Although, you know what, college basketball at this point, it is going to be one hell of a crapshoot for March Madness, which is going to be fun as hell to watch because there's going to be upsets nonstop. But if you're wondering why I didn't lead off with Duke, or why I'm not talking about Duke that much, I just, I just don't care. I just, I, and that sucks, right? That's bad. You're like, oh, you really know a Duke fan. Like, I follow them. I see what they're doing. But like, half the time, i got to have Evan text me. You're watching the Duke game? am like, oh, yeah. you know they were playing. I used to like, schedule my week around Duke games when I was going to be able to watch them and stuff like that. And I guess now I just do that around Zion, right? That's what I'm, I'm doing that around Zion. Should I watch? I worry about watching Tyler Hero more than I worry about watching Duke. What have you done to me, Tyler Hero? Damn you to hell. All right. So we've got our NBA talk. We've got our college talk. Let's get into a little bit of high school basketball. Shall we? Shall we? Again, I'm not going to name names. I will on a personal. If you want to, you see me in the streets, you, uh, you want to shoot me a text, I have no problem talking. I'm not going to do it in this, in this format. Just don't. <laughs> I'm scared. Maybe. I don't know. I just, they're kids, right? Let's not talk about kids. Let's talk about parents, right? We've talked about parents in the past, right? Delusional parents, parents that make shit up, um, all that stuff. Let's just, let's Let's talk about it again, right? And, uh, some, of you know, the parents, some of you know, the parents, parents directly that do this. Some of you don't, you know, and some of you don't even know that this is going on, but you get all these parents, right? Like I've said in the past, like, Oh, I've got, he's got this offer and he's got all this interest in these, in these, in these, uh, schools. They're sending them letters. They're sending them camp stuff and stuff and all that stuff. And in reality, the camp invite isn't a camp invite, it's a picture of a brochure for a camp that all you have to do is go on a, on a website and register to go to that camp. You weren't invited to the camp. You register for the camp online. And now you're posting stuff on social media because uh, this school sent you a letter that, um, that has interest, quote-unquote quote interest in your kid, when in reality, it could be a letter from the science department at uh, a certain college, not the basketball, but you post on social media telling everyone that this school has interest in your kid because your kid's a really good basketball player when he's really not that good. But anyways, again, not naming names. So just for everyone, just to everyone knows, knows just I didn't know this, but I found this out, right? Every NCAA college basketball website has a tab for inquiries. There's a questionnaire that you fill out, and then you are added to a database, right? And then at that point, you're on their mailing list. They send you postcards. They send you whatever, right? It's, it's correspondence with a, play, with a player, a kid, whatever. It does not mean that you are being recruited or there is any interest, okay? It doesn't mean it at all. It just means that you as a parent filled out this questionnaire on a website. So. Parents, get your shit together, like I've always said. If you are doing this, knock it off. And, you know, people out there might be asking, why would a parent do that? The, the point is they're trying to generate a high, like, oh my God, this kid's got a lot of interest in all these schools. Holy shit, how did that happen? Right. How did it happen? We're, we don't know. Um, because I'm pretty sure, look, we all know, we talk about Jalen Johnson. I don't think Jalen Johnson had an offer uh, when he was a freshman. And by all accounts, he's going to be a lottery pick in the next, in, you know, in two years. So if you're telling me that your kid has an offer and he's not as good as Jalen Johnson or he's not even playing varsity, you're full of shit, okay? You're full of shit. Everyone knows you're full of shit. It's annoying. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. You're delusional. And I can't stand it. I, I cannot stand it. It blows my mind that that parents do this. And fine, the the idea is... You'll get so much buzz around this kid because there's, oh my God, there's 20, 25, 30 schools are interested in this kid and then you hope it works out, right? You hope that in two years the kid actually does get better and then they're like, oh, maybe I can see that, okay. But again, perception is reality, right? There's not a perception that these kids are better because they have all this interest when in reality, there's no fucking interest. The kid's not that good. He's not playing varsity. He's playing JV or he's playing freshman. He doesn't have any offers. Nothing. It's ridiculous. I could go, I, God, I wish I could do podcasts just strictly on this. <laughs> Call out every parent. Oh, it drives me nuts. Again, text me, talk to me in person. Most of you know who I'm talking about. Most of you know. Most of you all know. And if you think, oh my God, is he talking about me? What? Well, I, I don't know. Are you, are you generating fake interest for your kid for basketball? Then I'm talking about you. But stop it. Oh God, please just stop it. I'm losing my mind over this shit. All right, I'm going to 40, uh, 40 minutes. I'm gonna cut this, minutes. Uh, I'm going to cut this short. I, like I said last time, I'll be back. Probably be back every two weeks, like that. I'm gonna do my best, right? I got a lot of stuff on my list. I've there was NFL stuff I kind of want to talk about, uh, some more um, high school stuff, stuff like that. You know, go watch some basketball. Go watch some high school basketball. You'll you'll see a lot. You'll see a lot of good. You'll see a lot of bad. You'll you'll scratch your head a lot of times. But what the hell is going on out here? I have no idea. But it's always good, right? Get more basketball. If you're listening to this, you obviously like basketball. Um. Shoot me, a, shoot me a tweet, at Spread and Bread, on Twitter. Send me some questions you want me to talk about on the next pod. I'll do that. Address some, some things, some opinions, some facts. Uh, we'll get after it probably after uh, All-Star Weekend. We have to, because I know Tyler Hero is going to do something in that Rising Stars game that is going to make me want to punch my groin. Uh, I just know it. So we'll get back to it after that. Hope you enjoyed. It's good to be back. I, I definitely have to do this more. Uh, I had a lot of material to talk about. We, got, we always got Zion. We're going to be following up on Zion as we go. Oh my God, I cannot believe this just came to my mind. <laughs> and maybe you guys noticed it too. I didn't even, I didn't even cover McCabe, Halliburton, uh, Justice. Let's do it quickly. Let's do it quickly, okay? Iowa State, West Virginia played tonight. I'll get the, I don't know what that even happened in the score. I'll get in a second. Keyshawn Justice averaging nine points, three rebounds, two assists. He had a good game the other night, like 17 points. Averaging about 26 minutes a game. McCabe, just a weird, it's just weird. He's averaging three points, one rebound, two assists. He plays like... Wow, he's up. No, no, he's down. I've looked at the wrong. He's at, like 14 minutes a game and his stat line every game is like he makes one 3, takes like four and has like a rebound and maybe an assist or two. It's so weird. He starts. I don't I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what Huggins is doing. I don't know what McCabe's thoughts are. I don't I don't know Jordan. Um I it just seems weird like uh, by all you know everyone everyone that I think that knows a little bit of basketball or you know kind of sees stuff like this happen. I think your first, your reaction is and thought is, God, is he going to, is he going to transfer? Is he going to transfer at some point? Like what the hell's going on? What's the, can this be good? And I don't know, I guess, I don't know what his, his goal, you know, basketball wise is right. I mean, I, I mean, my guess is he'd probably want to pre- play professionally somewhere. I don't think the NBA is an option. Uh, I, I believe he's has a, a lifetime invite to do go, uh, the globe trotters. I don't know. Can he play overseas? There's so many leagues overseas. I don't know. Maybe, but it just, it seems weird, right? Halliburton, this one's crazy this this one is just i didn't see this one coming i don't think anyone did right did anyone see Ty- tyrese halliburton as a top five nba draft pick two years ago did did you a lot of you guys were at holy cross when i mean he was good at holy cross when he played as after they were uh as a senior i mean he was he was good but i mean like Keyshawn justice in my opinion was the best player on that team at holy cross i i, I didn't see this coming he's averaging sixteen points, six rebounds uh, seven assists, right? And and I think right now he's slotted in around the fourth pick in the NBA draft. Um, I would have concerns, you know. He tends to disappear in big games. Uh, they lost tonight, by the way. Uh, West Virginia won seventy six to sixty one. Um, I just wanted to talk about. There was one game in particular. It was against Kansas. Uh yeah, so can you know Kansas is ranked third. I, I just I I pay attention a lot when they plays like you know, really good teams. How does he do, right? And they're not my first my first red flag is that Iowa State isn't even that good, right? They're not they're not gonna make the tournament. When they played Kansas, he had you know five points, three rebounds, five assists. That's you know, that's not good. Um a week after that they played Baylor, who was number two and he had six points, eight rebounds, nine assists. Okay, not a lot of scoring, you know, two of nine from three, two of twelve from the floor. Uh it's I just I worry about that, right? I I would worry. You know, and people, people will say, well, you know, Ben Simmons didn't make the tournament either. I, I don't know. I'm I i do not think Tyrese Halliburton is Ben Simmons. I, I hope no one thinks that, but and and to be fair, this and this isn't against this is just the nature of what it is, but the NBA draft this year is gonna suck. It's gonna suck big time. It just it's just the way it is, right? And so he's benefiting from that, I guess. It's I mean, he is impressive for the most part. He he's very, very he's a smart basketball player. Definitely needs to work on a shot and get that, you know, short up. And I don't think, I don't think you're drafting him to draft him to be like the man, like to go get buckets against guys. I don't know if he, I don't know if he has that in him. I just, I don't think he's ready for that. And he's, he definitely does not have an NBA thickness to his body yet. He's obviously got a, he's very lean and he's very lanky and he's, you know, he's long, but he definitely has to put on more weight. i you're, you're, he's going to go, right? He's going to go pro. Like why, why wouldn't you? Like you're going to be a top five pick. You're going pro. But my biggest concern would be, all right, what what am I getting? What, you know, how do you how do you how do you fill in the spots around him, right? I, I think if you draft him, thinking he's going to be your main score, you're 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 setting him up for failure because that's not—I don't think that's who he is. And maybe it changes, but that would just be my thing. Like I think when he plays better teams, he just it doesn't he doesn't perform as well. And that's look, there's a lot of players that happen when you play good teams, you typically don't play as well, right? It's just the way it is. Uh, but that's just kind of where that's just kind of where um where my where my head is at with uh, with Halliburton. But I mean, other than that, very, very impressive. Like I said, I never thought that he would be like this. I never, I never would have thought that he was, he was going to be an NBA lottery pick, much less top five. I, I, I was one of the people, and everyone said it right. He was going to redshirt at Iowa State for a year. I thought he would be a four-year player, and then, hell, maybe go overseas, you know, somewhere and play basketball for ten, fifteen years, whatever. Uh, but kudos, kudos to Tyrese Halliburton. Do people say kudos anymore? Do people? Say, is that a phrase? Is this? Am I just? Did I just age myself? I should probably stop saying kudos. But good job. Good job, Tyrese Halliburton. Very, very impressed. I, I he he is definitely in, in a spot I never ever thought that he would uh, that he would be in. After watching him in high school and stuff like that, so it's cool. It's kind of cool to watch all these. You know, you got these uh, Wisconsin kids. You know, kind of making a name for themselves. Um, and and some for not good reasons, right? Kobe King. I know Davison's not a Wisconsin kid as far as he's from Wisconsin, but he is plays for the Badgers and he's out there punching people in the dick. So. Young kids don't punch don't punch people in the dick when you're on the basketball court. This uh, it's not a it's not a good move. It's not a it's not a very effective way to get more playing time because you get suspended and people don't like you and you're a prick. So, all right, how about wraps it up? We're about 48, uh, 48 minutes in. So, uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to, I'll get back after it after the NBA All Star Weekend. I'm sure we'll have plenty of material then from the Rise and Stars game with Hero, the dunk contest. I'm expecting a lot from Aaron Gordon. Obviously, we're getting uh, closer to March here for March Madness. College basketball, high school's winding down as well. We'll have much to talk about when the high school gets to the uh, playoff time. I wish I could say more. I really wish I could talk more about high school basketball. I really, really do. Come buy me a beer. You want to hear every, everything I have to say about high school basketball in the area? Uh, buy me a beer. I'll go meet you out at a bar with some beer for some beer, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you everything. I will. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we're almost close to the weekend you'll be listening to this on a Thursday so have a great weekend follow me on Twitter at Spread Bread if you haven't already Uh, The Unintentional this has been Over and Back